If this is your first time listening to the Positively Joy podcast, welcome. We're so glad to have you, and we'd love for you to become a part of our online podcast family. So please subscribe or hit that follow button wherever you listen to podcasts. Or to receive updates emailed to you, text the letter P and the word joy, PJOY, to 22828. And you'll get exclusive updates about upcoming episodes, contests, and all sorts of great things. Hello and welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast on searching for the light and joy in all seasons. And I'm your host, Yvette Walker. I don't have a guest today, but I wanted to take some time to explore basically the impact that a gift that I gave to someone else who turned around gave me a gift um, has, has made a difference and has made me think a little bit differently about things. So um, I'll go back to when this thing happened and then I will basically kind of weave it into um, some scripture that, that I've been thinking about. So first of all, you have to understand that I live in a small neighborhood and we don't, even though it's small, we don't always see each other. It's, we're kind of spread out and this subdivision uh, is basically a circle of two streets. Uh, you could basically do a mile walk around the circle. And so I don't always see my, my neighbors, but we do get together once a year at a subdivision meeting where I get a chance to see them. Uh, this one year, there was a woman that I didn't see who didn't come that year and her husband. And um, I had found out that her husband had had a stroke. So I gave her a little gift. Really, it was not that big a deal. I had a box of Girl Scout cookies. I think they were Thin Mints. And so I put the box of Girl Scout cookies into her mailbox along with a card. And I don't even know what I said on the card, but obviously that I hope that um, he gets better and, you know, God bless her. This was a year ago. Hadn't really thought about what I did since then. Hadn't seen her at all. So one evening, it was day 58 of being at home during the pandemic. So this was on May 12th. And, you know, at that time, I was pretty comfortable, nothing really to complain about. My family was well. I had begun to be affected in our friend circles. A dear friend of mine in Kansas had it and, in fact, did a podcast on her uh, that you can go back and listen to. But close to home, we were pretty much okay. Now, I'm working from home, and I'm pretty selective what I read uh, concerning the pandemic. I'm reading and watching coverage of doctors and scientists working on the virus. Uh, I'm not watching a lot of press conferences, that's for sure. And so I'm not trying to fill myself with worry and doubt. But still, things can seem pretty distant when you self-isolate, right? So we hear the doorbell ring, the dog barks, of course, and um, my husband answered the door and said, hey, someone's here to see you. The woman that I had you know, given the cookies to, she stopped by to say thank you. Now remember again, this was a year ago, 
so I hadn't really thought about it. And in fact, she even noted that, you know, I know it's been a year, but I really been meaning to get over here and thank you. And so she stops by and she hands me this little pink sparkly bag and I thank her. Now, of course, we're social distancing and self-isolating, so I didn't hug her or anything, but I thanked her, you know, thanked her, thanked her, and then she drove away. So I bring the little bag inside. It's very pretty, has pink tissue paper, and I look in there and there's a little jar. And in the jar are dozens of pieces of purple paper that are folded very small. And I just can't even think what this is. So I opened the jar and I took out a piece of paper. I unfolded it and it was a Bible verse with my name in them. Dozens of personalized scripture telling me God's promises for me. My jaw just dropped, truly. The first one I opened was from Psalm 91, verse 4. And it read, I will cover you with my feathers, Yvette, and protect you with my wings. How personal, how intimate is that? So I'm looking at this, just wondering why she gave this to me. I mean, I remember giving her the gift, but I never knew the impact it had made, you know, with her. In the, in the enclosed note with this package, she wrote, at the time when her husband had just had the stroke, I operated in a daze, completely clueless of the challenges before me. Your card provided encouragement and hope then as well as now. I had no idea. And in fact, even if that did make an impact like that, what she gave me was so much more. You know, I had no idea and we never do. When we perform an act of kindness, or as I call it, be the hands and feet of God, she received it and she received the blessing in the box of cookies. I am reading these little notes every day, these little really love notes. And I shouldn't say every day. I don't get to one every day, but I read them often. Little love notes from God to me. One of the more recent ones is from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. And the little note that I'm reading now says this. Come to me, Yvette, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. These little scraps of paper give me so much joy, because again, it just speaks of a very personal, intimate relationship with the Father and with Jesus. And so it reminds me of the scripture that I think about when I think about this podcast. And if you go on the website at www.positivelyjoy.com, you'll see we have John 15, verse 11. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And basically that is our a scripture that I think describes what we're trying to do here. But if you go back and read the context of the scripture, it's, so much, it's just so much more beautiful and again, intimate. So Jesus is at the Last Supper talking to the disciples. And he is sharing wisdom and knowledge with them. And of course, being the disciples, they don't always get it. 
but he's sharing this, and this is hours before he is to be handed over. Um, If you start at the beginning of John 15, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love each other. That takes us through verse 17. Jesus is talking about remaining in the Father's love and keeping his commands, and then you will bear fruit, but you have to remain in him. And right in the middle of this, he mentions joy. He's telling you all these things. He's telling his disciples all these things to do so that we can remain in the Father's love. And why are we doing it? So that Jesus' joy be in us. And that our joy may be complete because we are complete in him. And so as I'm reflecting on that verse, and then I reflect back on the beautiful, beautiful gift that my neighbor gave me, which I think, again, outshines the box of cookies and the note that I gave her. We're trying to bear fruit, and we're trying to keep his commands, and certainly his commands are to be the hand and feet. We are to be the church. We are to be um, his love shown outwardly. And, you know, especially during this time we're in the pandemic, Um, in the beginning, as I said, my family was fine. That was in May. Since then, my husband has been... Um, exposed to someone with the virus Um, and we are praying but we know and we claim that he will be COVID free but now 
it's even more important, ever so much more. And so at the time, I was committed to opening one of these scriptures every day to be reminded of the promises that God has for me. And like a flawed human, I have not done it every day. I have not also shared them every day on social media, as I said I would. But it's important that we be reminded of what God said he would give us. And so, Lord, I'm listening and I'm remembering and I will uh, read them more often and will share them more often. And I will share them, guys, with you from time to time. So, again, you don't know what a little act of kindness will do or can do for someone else. And you may never hear back about it. It may take a year. It may be never. But no, we do this not to receive anything except for his joy, which will be joy in us. This has been the Positively Joy podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and farewell for now. Mm -hmm.